0: Welcome to Investor Talk Radio, hosted by Kurt Davis. During the show, Kurt will share tips and strategies, as well as guest interviews on how you can become a successful real estate investor. Kurt Davis was a former chef for 11 years, until one day had the opportunity to take a leap of faith, left cooking, and became a full-time real estate investor. Kurt has been building his personal portfolio of rental property and, at the same time, has helped over 500 investors around the globe purchase cash-flowing rental properties he is a licensed realtor who has achieved multi-million dollar club status and he is also very active in the local real estate investment club and now here is your host kurt davis
1: Hello and welcome back to another edition of Investor Talk Radio. I'm your host Kurt Davis, and today we have a very special guest uh, who has been gracious enough to join me. Today is Rich Harrell, straight out of Memphis. Rich, welcome to the show. Thanks,
2: Kurt. Um, glad to be on, and uh,
1: let's rock. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, listen, we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get into it now, uh, Rich. Uh, you know, before we talk about exciting things like real estate. Um, just tell us just a little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Chicago, and uh, I moved to Memphis uh, December of uh, 2006. So I've been down here for a while, um, and basically, you know, the reason why I'm coming down here is uh, for for school. Um, oh, University I, of Memphis? Yeah, yeah. I went to University of Memphis, and, um, you know, I graduated with a finance degree, and, uh, you know, from there... I started working a job. I uh, took a job with Verizon. And, um, you know, I'm still actually there right now as a, as a small business manager. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, I just got into real estate. And, uh, you know, I just it just kind of took off from
1: there, really. How how did you get, you know, the question could be, how did you get started in real estate or what was it that you saw in real estate that first kind of piqued your interest? Like where did it all begin?
2: Yeah. So, you know, growing up, my dad had, did a couple flips himself um, in Chicago and uh, it, it really piqued my interest. But, uh, you know, I always had this mentality that you had to have some type of money to get into real estate. And, uh, so I went to this uh, this seminar um, in in Nashville actually, and uh, it's a funny story. The the guy said he said, "Listen guys, um, if if you think you need to have money to get into real estate, I need you to leave because I can't fix your mentality." And um, who is that? <laughs> his name is actually uh, Zach Childress. I, I've, um, <laughs> I've heard the name before. Yes and he he's a very powerful speaker very uh very influential speaker and he really you know really shaped and molded my mentality in a a three-day seminar and you know it it, just from there it kind of sparked my interest you know i always had some type of um knowledge about real estate but really i thought you needed to have you know just a lot of cash reserves to actually really get in and you know just the the techniques that he was teaching there um Really, really sparked my interest, and then from there I came back to Memphis and I started to, to rock and roll. And this was a
1: couple of years ago, you said? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Okay, so you hit the three-day seminar. Yeah. You're excited. You're completely jacked up. Yeah. You leave. You come back to Memphis. <laughs>
2: and yeah. And then what? I come back to Memphis and I immediately start calling everybody on Craigslist. From, I'm talking about from from top to bottom, every investor, every investor in Memphis. Um, every wholesaler in Memphis that I could find, I, I immediately started calling everybody.
1: You're calling them for what?
2: Uh, I'm calling them just for basically to try to get the experience, try to meet up with them. Networking, networking. Primarily, primarily.
1: introductions. Yeah, yeah. Shaking hands, kissing babies. Pretty much <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that. Now the the course that you went to, what, what was it like a whole? And I'm just trying to get, you know just to kind of really get into it because there's probably a lot of people who maybe listen to this that. Uh, are in a position to where you were at mm-hmm. that time. Uh, was this like a wholesaling course? Was this kind of like an intro to how to become a real estate investor kind of thing?
2: Yeah, it, it was basically a creative finan- uh, creative real estate uh, course. Um, so there was a lot of wholesaling, um, a lot of lease financing, a lot of things that you can do with very little money. Um, so basically, he was just teaching people how to go and attack your market and find the deals, get those deals under contract and find a buyer and do that
1: with very, you know, no cost at all or little to no cost. So Uh, you come back to Memphis, mm -hmm. you hit Craigslist, you're trying to hit everybody you humanly possibly can. Yeah. (laughs) How long do you recall did it take for you to, I'm going to guess your first real estate transaction was maybe a wholesale transaction, Mm -hmm. correct? How long did it take for you to make your first buck doing it? Um, it took about three months and
2: it was strictly off Craigslist, uh, strictly off Craigslist. I had actually met Ooh. a, uh, I had met another <laughs> old going. seller and, um, basically pretty much what we did is we got together on a deal that we had found on, uh, Craigslist. we we found the deal on Craigslist and uh we met with the seller um and it was i didn't really understand the market at the time but i knew that this was a very special deal because it was literally right around the corner from university of memphis and um but i didn't understand the, the real value of this deal so pretty much what we did is we collabed together and we put out bandit signs all across the city with the deal on the bandit signs Oh, you put the actual home that, that you had
1: available on the bandit signs. Yeah. Now that's yeah. different.
2: Yeah, we put we put the deal on the bandit signs. Um and you know, she's she's actually a well known wholesaler in Memphis. Her name is Johanna. Okay. Uh Salazar is her is her last name. Um and she said, Listen, we're gonna put the we're gonna put the actual deal on the bandit sign. This is what we're gonna do and we're gonna do it we're gonna we're going to put bandit signs in a two-mile radius across the property. And so what we did is we hit every corner in a two-mile radius, and we put the deal in the bandit sign. We had a guy who knew a guy, and he called us. He said, hey, um, I saw your deal on here. Can I come check it out? He he came and checked it out a couple of days later. He called his buyer. His buyer at this time is in New York. And he said, I, I got this hot-smoking deal. Um, you're going to want it. And so... <laughs> The buyer said, "Let's do it." He didn't. He didn't have to see anything. He he trusted that person. So, from
1: the time that you started advertising this house uh, with mm-hmm. bandit signs, how long did it take till it was closed and you had your had cash in hand?
2: About three weeks. About three
1: weeks. Now I got to ask, how much cash did you actually make? We made fourteen thousand. Oh, great! <laughs> and now I'm sure that was a split, correct? It was a split. Yeah, we well, that's split. A hell it. of a first deal.
2: Yeah, you know that first check. You know, for, you know from. Going to that real estate seminar to coming back to Memphis to really ex- executing and just seeing the maturation of the deal actually take place and physically having a check like that. And, you know, we may have spent 20 or $30 on bandit signs, really. Um, it was just eye opening. and I was like, if this is if this can be done like this, then we can we can replicate and, and do much bigger.
1: Now, obviously, on that transaction, you you partnered with somebody. Did you continue to partner with that same person because it, it went ideal, or uh, <clears throat> have you have you been doing this uh, to a level on your on your own? Yeah. So, you know,
2: from there, I did some couple wholesale deals of my own. I started building my buyers list uh, from Craigslist, and you know, I started to hit Zillow too as well to look for buyers. And basically, my technique on Zillow was that if 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 you're selling a house on zillow more than likely you may be looking to purchase another one so uh what i would do is i would go down to the bottom of the page and i would see who was actually selling the house and basically from there i would just call i'd go down zillow and call everybody and i did this saturday morning you know, I, I woke up, <laughs> literally I started calling everybody on Zillow, still using Craigslist, and I just really started to build up my network from there. But, yeah. All, I,
1: the, all the while you're working full-time. Exactly, working full-time at all the right. same time. Yeah. I mean, I, I made a point to say that because I want people to understand that, you know, this is something that you were hustling at while you're working full-time. This wasn't something that you were doing full-time from the get-go. No, right? not at all. Um, okay, so wholesaling, obviously, I think... Things were going good. Did, did did your momentum pick up? Did mm-hmm. where did it go from that? You know, you're calling all these leads. Okay, great. You just uh, completed your first transaction with your partner. Now what?
2: Basically, at that time, um, I just had so much energy and so so much momentum. I just started uh, just going just extremely forward. You know, I I would spend just so much time like i said on saturday morning saturday afternoons really just just calling and networking um with with so many people so yeah my momentum picked up where um you know i started closing more transactions meeting with buyers meeting with sellers uh getting contracts uh executed by myself you know and you know this is this is kind of a fast-paced momentum not everybody is, is going to have the, the type of you know success that I actually had but if you, if you put in the work it, it definitely is a possibility
1: did you while all this was happening while the momentum was high and all the activity was there anything that you were doing to continue to educate yourself were there any particular books or courses or seminars or anything like that did you continue to do while you were making things happen
2: Yeah I actually went to uh, Charlotte. And I went to another, you know, real estate seminar. Another kind of like, like, a, like a weekend event? Yeah, another weekend event. And um, I brought a couple friends with me too as well. And, you know, because I wanted to actually, you know, see them do better too as well. So, um, but yeah, I, I read books too as well. So, you know, just put me in a in a financial mindset, me coming from an already financial background. Uh, rich dad, poor dad, kind of, you know, really set me up financially to you know start seeing things in a, in a better light so um definitely I did a lot of just continue you know training uh you know networking you know just just doing a lot
1: now <clears throat> so obviously wholesaling is kind of where it all started mm-hmm. um and you know from what I've been able to see you obviously you're now starting to get into the actual flip Mm -hmm. side of the business is that correct yeah yeah that's true now what there's a lot of people out there who've been wholesaling and that's all they do Mm -hmm. and it's 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 what they've mastered and and that's fantastic what was it for you because it sounds like wholesaling was actually pretty well doing well for you what was it that made you decide hey you know i'd actually like to do a flip do you kind of remember that point in time
2: yeah i actually remember it like it happened yesterday so um i had I had actually just um, wholesaled a property uh, to a guy, and you know I made you know seven thousand on it,
1: which is which is really good, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it was a property in in Berkeley, um, put it under contract for twenty, turned around, sold it to a guy for for seven thousand, and uh, you know I'm just going back through all my properties, and I, I click this one in my CRM, and uh, I see that. The same guy I sold it to, he resold it, and he resold it, you know, for 52 in less than seven days. And literally from there, I said, man, uh, I did something wrong.
1: Something just happened. I'm not <laughs> sure what it was, but I felt like I lost money, right?
2: I feel like, you know, I, f- I made money, but I feel like, you know, I'm I'm doing something wrong or I could be doing more. I literally gave up the deal for literally pennies on the dollar and somebody turned around and sold it in less than seven days and made close to thirty thousand on it and so from there you know I kinda really had a um, a aha moment or a eureka moment and um, I just start, I just started to meet up with people who are actually doing flips who are actually uh, you know renovating houses putting tenants in them and you know reselling them to, uh, you know, turnkey investors. So, yeah, there there was definitely a definitive moment where I said, you know, I, I got to start doing more than wholesaling.
1: So now, from that moment, how long would you say it took till you got to a point, because I'm, I'm sure to do that, there probably had to be some level of uh, discomfort, something that you've never really done before. Uh, from that aha moment, as you call it, how long did it take till you, you got your first uh, home under contract that you were going to flip? From that
2: moment, it took me about 60 days, really, because I was vetting so many deals. And at this time, I didn't have any lenders. I knew that if I was going to to buy a deal, it was going to be my own cash. Um, So basically from there, you know, I'm thoroughly vetting a lot of deals and I'm looking for a property. You know, I'm trying to follow the model that, you know, my buyer followed where he bought it really cheap and he resold it really fast and put little to no work in it. Um so pretty much from there I'm just I'm vetting a ton of deals at that
1: time and I actually found found a deal that I I actually bought all cash. And you're still and, and at this time even though you made that decision I'm I'm guessing you are still wholesaling deals at the same time.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um i didn't blow my wholesale money and you know you shouldn't do it because you really want to reinvest that money a lot of people they get these huge checks and they just they just blow it and they don't reinvest anything, <laughs> no. and if you do that, uh, there's gonna become a point in time where you're you're gonna be burnt, and you're not gonna have any money to reinvest, and
1: you're you're pretty much just starting over. So tell me about this first <coughs> deal that you made the decision that you were going to flip, uh, if you wouldn't mind maybe share some of the details as far as maybe like what part you know what part of town was it in? How much did you buy it for? Uh, yeah. Th- the dollar amount for renovations and what eventually happened with that home.
2: Yeah, so um, this first deal was actually in Georgian Hills, um, which is in the Fraser area. Okay. And uh, I was doing so much uh, just marketing on LinkedIn at the time, you know. And this this guy out of Atlanta, he had these properties that were uh, owned by this holding company in Florida, and uh, <clears throat> I'm looking at them. And I said, uh, I don't want any of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of stopped talking and um, he called me back and he said, uh, just look at him one more time. He said, just 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 look at him one more time. So I said, OK, you know, he he he's investing his time in me. So let me invest some time in him. So I looked at him and um, I, I saw one that the owner wanted 30,000 on and. I said, "Listen, I'm interested in this one, but I can't pay 30,000 on it. Um, if we can negotiate this down, you know, I can see what I can do on buying this one. This one was rented out at 650 a month. This is that Georgian Hills property. This is the Georgian okay. Hills property. I'm uh, renting out at uh 650 a month. So, um, he went back to the to the seller and said, "Hey, um, I got a buyer that's interested, but he he can't pay 30 for it." <coughs> and uh <laughs> Well he said, how much can he pay? And he said, uh, you know, twenty four. So he came back and said, you know, um, you know, he'll sell it at twenty four. I said it's a, it's a little bit too high for me still. And so we got the property and and th- this is the knockout deal, you know. I, I got I got really lucky on this one. I bought this property for eighteen thousand.
1: And it was already rented for six fifty a it, month?
2: It was rented for six fifty. Did the home need any work? It needed less than three thousand, literally. Did you do the work? No, um, I actually had a a um, a <coughs> Crest did the work for me. Okay, but yeah. you, you, the you, the
1: three thousand mm-hmm. dollars in repairs, not you personally did the work, but you you had them completed. Oh yeah, so I you bought the completed. house for eighteen, so now mm-hmm. you're in it for roughly twenty one. Call it twenty two thousand dollars with closing costs. Mm-hmm. Now what? Uh, at that time,
2: I was contemplating if I was going to hold the property or resell it. So what I did really is I said, well, let, let's get some cash. For, let's get some return out of this. Um, let's get some residual income. So I, I held it for about six months is what I did. Um, and then I
1: put it on the market, and I got a buyer. When you put, when you say you put it on the market, you, you listed it on the MLS with a Realtor? Yes, I listed it on the MLS. With How the long tour. did it take
2: for a buyer to show up? I would say about... 60 days, I want to say. Okay.
1: While you're collecting cash flow. Right. 60 days comes, buyer comes. Mm-hmm. What price do you recall that you listed it for? So I listed this property for, I want to say,
2: $40. And, um, you know, I know that was kind of a inflated price out there, even for... Um, you know, out of state investors in one two seven. Some of them 'em don't like paying that much, especially the rent only being six fifty. So we got a buyer um at
1: thirty four thousand. Okay. So by the time you've paid commissions, mm-hmm. you probably netted somewhere around if I if I can do math here correctly, uh thirteen thousand mm-hmm. ballpark is was your profit. Yeah. And within sixty days from the day you purchased it to close it, you made about Thirteen-some thousand. Mm-hmm. Not too bad of a flip. Not at all. And I got a check for 30000
2: So physically seeing that, you know, that's not an all profit, but physically seeing. Correct. That, <laughs> that was my biggest check ever. I, I've never collected a check for $30,000. And, um, you know, it was just another
1: eureka moment for me that, you know, I can continue this so at that point in time obviously you've, you've had some really good things happen here you know uh, your, your first check and wholesaling was a, a very good one your mm-hmm. first uh, flip uh, turned a pretty nice profit at that time then you continue to still keep considering to do both wholesaling and you're now you're trying to find more houses when you look at the houses after that point in time are you looking at them more from a standpoint of oh i'd really like to flip this one mm-hmm. uh, but at that time, you said that you did not have a private lender yet, correct? Right. That's correct. How long did it take till you got a private lender?
2: From that point, I would say it took another four months um, to to actually find a a private lender. Um, at that time, I was still, you know, really wholesaling. I was looking for another property, but if I did find another property, I was just going to reinvest that thirty thousand and buy another one and keep the momentum. But um, I got to a point where I said, you know, well, you know, let's find a lender and and see if I can actually build a relationship with uh, with lenders because I know I'm going to need that in the future. So, yeah.
1: what are some of the struggles, either either in the beginning or anything that you're experiencing now uh, mm-hmm. that that you maybe want to share that uh, you're you've either gone through or are currently going through?
2: A lot of struggles that I'm going through right now since I'm, I'm you know, fully in the flip game is really finding the deal and making sure, um, you know, since I'm doing turnkey flips, making sure that rent, you know, making sure you get the rent rates right in that area. Because, you know, rent rates in, in Memphis are sometimes street by street basis, neighborhood by neighborhood basis. And, um, you know, if you're going to be doing turnkey flips, you, you have to make sure that you can nail down how much that house is going to rent for. Um, so that has kind of been, um, I wouldn't say a struggle, but it is a it is it is challenging, really, finding out exactly how much you could actually rent for for that type of house. Um, and but,
1: I'd say a lot of this comes back to just that, that's why it's probably important to have uh, good aspects of your team. Right. You know, like property management to help you get it rented out for maybe guidance from them to tell you, they'll tell you what it should rent out for, correct?
2: Yeah. And, you know, um, with my partner, uh, we've actually been using a lot of resources, um, you know, finding property management companies that'll tell us, actually, they've been extremely helpful telling us, well, this will rent for this and this is security deposit you should charge. We just basically, you know, we're implementing their model and uh, we're doing it on a smaller scale, of course, but we're implementing their model and uh, we've had, you know, pretty good success with it so
1: far. That's absolutely incredible. What type of, what kind of properties are you, are you guys flipping right now? Give us, because I know that you've, been, you've done a handful and I've, and I've seen mm-hmm. some of the, the work that you've been doing and it's fantastic looking, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the people listening, uh, give us what you consider your bread and butter oh
2: man um bread and butter right now is if we can find something that's a 3-1 or 3-2 um 1100 to 1400 square foot and you know zip codes that are uh you know just family friendly not a lot of busy you know there's a lot of houses in or a lot of streets in memphis that are just extremely busy um but if we can find something that you know, looks like a quiet neighborhood and a, and a decent zip code. And we can buy it for about 2022 20, and put another, you know, 15 to 18 in it. And then, you know, really from there, we're putting a cash flowing tenant in there and uh, we want to get the rent at about 750 to about 850. Um, and then, we, you
1: know, we're reselling, you know. So it sounds ideally like you guys would like to be all in with purchase and rehab on your properties somewhere in that 40 to within 40 to fifty thousand. yeah i really
2: you know i i don't like to spend more than 45. okay you know and that's just the model that we have created and we're trying to implement that on any property that we buy regardless of the square footage the bed the bathroom you know we really want to be all in at 45 that leaves us a lot of room to sell it at 70 75 maybe more depending on how much we can get the rent
1: sure sure um how many flips do you guys have going on right now?
2: Right now, we have two um, that we're actively doing right now, and um, we're Any, actually
1: anything in the pipeline.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got two in the pipeline right now that we're working. Um, one is just going to be a a flip where we're just going to list it right back on the MLS. It's a killer deal. Um, the other one um, we're actually vetting uh, with our resale partners right now on uh, on rent rates and, and what they can resell for.
1: Do you own any rental property yet? Do you have any uh, that you've wanted to keep personally for buying holds?
2: No, um, <laughs> right now I'm strictly turnkey flipping. And to be honest, the one that I got for eighteen thousand ran out at six fifty. I should have just kept that, but I needed the I needed the capital back to kind of reinvest in my
1: business. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> at some point in time, you'll have some, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. So you know the. <clears throat> Pretty much the the model that I'm I'm trying to really focus on is is build the capital through turnkey flipping, and then from there reinvest that into actually properties that uh you know I can hold long
1: term. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in maybe say the next five years? Now, mm-hmm. before you answer that, I know right now you've currently got a partner, and unfortunately mm-hmm. he was not able to make it. Yeah. Today, but um. Do you see maybe like a long-term vision as far as, um, you know, you and your partner growing this thing to to being much more than it is? Or, or do you see yourself on your own in five years? What, what do you kind of anticipate?
2: Yeah, I mean, my anticipation is that I I would always want to have somebody that I can trust, you know, because in, in real estate, it, it really is all about, um, you know, having partners having people around you that you can can trust so yeah i i would always want a partner and you know my partner me and my partner right now we we gel pretty well together and it's something that you know i would like to keep doing long term but you know five-year outlook for sure is really you know memphis is very ripe for turnkey markets it's not a retail flip type of market um but if you can find the deals get the money um really do a knockout rehab get somebody in there and resell you know you could you could easily make two three hundred four hundred thousand dollars in a year just just by doing
1: it it's it's out there you just got to go find it yeah it's interesting what you said is you know you and your partner gel together and you know what i found in this business is i think doing what we do is something that sure somebody could do this on their own Mm -hmm. if they really wanted to yeah but i think it's so much it's more enjoyable when you have someone around who, who you partner with, who, right. you, who you can do this with. It just makes it a whole lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. What uh, with your partnership, do you have like a specific role or duty in the in the in the partnership, and and does your partner have like their thing that they do?
2: Yeah. So um, my partner, he is really really um, uh, focused on making sure that the cost of the rehab. Um, stays down to you know what we can actually make a profit for, um, and then you know he's at, because when I've actually met him, he had actually done a flip, uh, but he had never wholesale. Sure. <laughs> so he
1: kind of backwards.
2: It's crazy. He reached out to me and he said, "Hey, I want to wholesale." And I said, "Okay, um, let's do it." And I was like, "Well, you've already done flips, so why are you trying to wholesale?" So I kind of walked him through his first wholesale deal, sure um and he walked me through the steps of actually renovating you know what needs to be done in the house so that is his role uh my role has been primarily to actually find the deals get it under contract and then make sure we can close on it so um my role really is i brung in the lender i brung in the deal he's going to manage the rehab and i'm going to oversee um what he's managing to as well, and we're just going to work in jail together.
1: At the end of the day, you may put it with a realtor. You may sell it through uh, an affiliate marketing-type company right. and cross your fingers and hope it sells quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> uh, love it. Um, and, and, you know, we are kind of winding down a little bit, you know, with, with a few questions. <clears throat> Excuse me. What would you say real estate – investing has done for you? I mean, meaning coming from a standpoint of if you would have never found real estate, where do you see yourself? But mm-hmm. what What are some of the positive impacts of real estate investing has done for you?
2: Really, the positive impacts for me is that, you know, you are building um, neighborhoods. You are improving neighborhoods. You are putting good quality people in houses and you really feel positive about that at the end of the day you know um, you know we're doing flips and um, our flips are the best looking flips on on the street and it feels good that you actually are you know building a city building Memphis up from a house that was dilapidated. You know, abandoned, ran down, and you know, you're beautifying the actual street and neighborhood. So I get a real joy out of that. Um, you know, the money on the other side is just, uh, just a, just a more positive from that. You know, um, you really don't have to have a lot of money starting out. I didn't have a lot of money starting out when I started in real estate. You know, I had a good paying job, but um, you know, just like everybody else, I had a lot of bills too as well. So. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of money starting out, but you know, I was I was able to really triple what I was making um, yearly in in less than
1: twelve months. You know, do you, do you see uh, your career in real estate as something that will hopefully eventually replace, uh, take you out of your full time job? Yeah, so
2: you know, to be honest, this is my last year at my job. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: you've already got a retirement. Yeah, date yeah. This,
2: this is my last year. Um, you know, I could have got out of it. I could have got out of it a couple months ago. Really, right now, what I'm doing personally is, um, I'm just, I'm padding my IRA and 401k right now. And, you know, I'm putting about twenty or thirty percent in there. Um, so I'm not really seeing a, a check from my job. Um, sure, sure. Maybe just a couple hundred dollars, maybe that's it. Because uh, I'm putting everything I have in, into my, uh, you know, IRA.
1: And then you can really start padding your retirement program by buying uh, cash flow and buy and hold properties. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
2: So you got to really manage your uh, manage your money, uh, you know, effectively if, if you're going to take that leap. But um, this is definitely my my last year for sure.
1: Man, that's exciting to hear, you know, it's, it's and I, like I say, I appreciate you coming in. It was it was nice to kind of hear your story, kind of where you started and where you're at now, and it's, you know, uh, I've, I've been doing this for close to 11-plus years now, and, you know, I've seen a lot of people come and go, and some people start and do great, and then they disappear, but, you know, it's kind of like you said. I really think that you have to just have a positive attitude, and you've you got to have that momentum, and you got to stick with it, you know, what, what's that saying? You got to keep going when the going gets tough. Yeah, most And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just longevity. You got to keep at it. Any, yeah. fi- any final thoughts?
2: Final thoughts really is, um, you know, don't worry about having cash. Don't worry about where I'm going to get the money to invest. Just go out there and just, just network with as many people as you can. Build good relationships. Um, really be a good person yourself. Uh, you know, always do everything with integrity in real estate. Cause you know, you, you don't want to burn bridges. You, you want to, you know, keep momentum and, um, you know, just believe in yourself, you know, you got to take a bet on yourself when you're doing this. So, uh, you know, be, have confidence in yourself. Just know that you're going to wake up every day and just go out there and, you know, try to make your mark.
1: Fantastic. Final words. <laughs> well listen everybody that's going to do it for this edition of investor talk radio i hope you've enjoyed uh, i've especially enjoyed having rich join me today and uh we'll, we'll we'll keep track of him and see how things go here in the future and we look forward to many more podcasts so until the next episode we'll see you then
0: Welcome to Investor Talk Radio, hosted by Kurt Davis. During the show, Kurt will share tips and strategies, as well as guest interviews on how you can become a successful real estate investor. Kurt Davis was a former chef for 11 years, until one day, had the opportunity to take a leap of faith, left cooking, and became a full-time real estate investor. Kurt has been building his personal portfolio of rental property, and at the same time, has helped over 500 investors around the globe purchase cash-flowing rental Properties. He is a licensed realtor who has achieved multi million dollar club status. And he is also very active in the local real estate investment club. And now, here is your host, Kurt Davis.